0: So you, I think you briefly touched on your band camp yeah we'll push that as well buy everything yeah please. buy everything so on your band camp I remember I think Fletch the producer was on about it before you used to do the set your own price yeah so yeah, you yeah, would yeah. put a project up and you'd be like you can pay me whatever you can pay me night i think 99p is 99p minimum i don't think there's a minimum I if, think if
1: you add if you put zero as your price you just get a free download i saw it because radiohead did an album called in rainbows and they were the first people to just put like pay what you want and some yeah. people paid a penny some people paid a quid but the album still went number one in the charts because no one had seen anything like it yeah. so i was really interested in that and i just thought like this music's done do so. you still
0: do that now or no yeah yeah like
1: yeah. I had logic, logic on Lunch Break and, and Fresh Start were on my Bandcamp camp for free for ages because I thought, I didn't promote it either. I just put it there and every yeah, now and again... I think I got
0: Logic on Lunch Break for free. Because I didn't say free. anything about yeah, think, it. Like I, I just I've thought to it.
1: myself, if you happen to be perusing my Bandcamp camp on you a day that... <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like yeah. I just thought to myself, if you happen to be looking through my Bandcamp camp on a day where I've got nothing out there and you just stumble across my Bandcamp, camp, then fair play, take my music because yeah. you were obviously... You, you you came there for a reason. Do you know I what was I mean?
0: Somewhat intrigued.
1: Somehow you've, like, whether the algorithms have just worked in my favor or you were like, oh, Blizzard was doing A, B, and C back in the day. I wonder what he's up to. Yeah, take my album, mate. Like, yeah. I, I make barely any money off Spotify anyway. So, you know, if I make a new fan, then great. You know, yeah. that person might buy my music in the future. It all makes sense. So, yeah, I love Bandcamp. I think it's great. And they were What's doing What's on
0: Bandcamp. there now? So, we've got Logic. Oh, on- yeah, sorry. yeah, I know what you were just going to say the Bandcamp. Bankcamp Friday. Friday, yeah, yeah. yeah. So what's that then? Yeah, every for anyone who don't know.
1: I don't know if it's still going anymore. It might be every other Friday now, but during the pandemic, like two thousand twenty-one, every last or first Friday yeah. of the month, all of the revenue was being waived for bank camps cut so you would get hundred percent. Yeah, so the way sale. it
0: works, they take a fee or a percent. Usually they take
1: they? I think they might take fifteen percent and yeah. then you pay on top with a PayPal fee. But yeah. on bankcamp Friday, which is like 8 a.m. our time to 8 a.m. the following day, because it's like Pacific time, Yeah. you wouldn't pay a cent. You'd only pay the PayPal fee, which is like 0.15%. So if 100 people bought my music, I'm getting pretty much the entire amount. Yeah. So it's great. And a lot of people were using that to their advantage. So like, I put Logic on Lunch Breakout on Bank Camp Friday, and that was great. I paid my bills that month off just Camp, which was like, thank you.
0: Yeah, it's that's great. what we need, so, of, so we need more of. need more of, yeah. One help is Bandcamp's fans.
1: great though as well because you actually get to download the full quality file because you can only upload in Wave, FLAC, um, and yeah, so you can only upload the real quality. He's and talking then,
0: Spanish again. <laughs>
1: yeah, trust me. But yeah, if you're a proper audio file like I am, yeah. like I like having like the 320 as they call it, like the 320 kilobits per second. It's flies killing me off. Oh and no. um, yeah, you can get the perfect quality and you can download the wave where it's all like there's no headroom consolidation or anything like that so yeah if you like your music get it on bandcamp because spotify and that they compress your stuff to make everything I don't know if you know that like yeah. spotify has a loudness like a luffs mm-hmm. that you have to abide by otherwise your music can get under or over compressed because everything has to be at like a perceived loudness every yeah. because otherwise you put on me and then you put slipknot on your head just blows off yeah. so everything's got to be like within a certain range Bandcamp doesn't have any of that. You get it the
0: way it was intended. Yeah, so, so. you can have the final say on that yeah. rather than Spotify going, Oh, you give us this. Yeah, we, you know. We're I'm gonna saying. lower
1: it to D B. Like you're yeah. not gonna
0: get that with Bandcamp. So Yeah. So yeah, obviously we had Logic on Lunch Break and then you've done singles on the Bandcamp as well. So it yeah, was off they was off Logic on Lunch Break, so like Smoking Band.
1: Smoking Band letter. And then um I dropped a couple other things, like It's Okay to Talk came out around the same time as Letter um, and it was for Mental Health Awareness Week, yeah. So then the album came out, and this is what I'm
0: saying, man. He's always advocating for it and stuff. So, yeah, and then
1: Fresh Start came out, and that was just an EP, all produced by me. That was a lot more like it was more like the B sides of Logic because some of the music didn't make sense in the final cut. Like, I was listening to the music and I just thought, yeah, this works, but it's just it's just, like, putting stuff in there for the sake of it. It's not really doing anything, but making the album longer. Yeah. So I had about five or six tracks where they just, like, went on to another project. It's just called Fresh Start because I just thought, logic's over now. That era of my life is done. That music's now public domain. I don't own it anymore. Because when I put a song out, I don't own it anymore. Like, I own it for the time it's still on my computer and no one's heard it. When yeah. it become, when, when Friday comes and the album's out or whatever... The music isn't mine anymore. I feel like it becomes the public's property. Yeah. Because when you when you listen to a song, usually you try and perceive what's going on and you try and understand the artist, the creative's headspace. And I think the moment that happens, the music doesn't have its same purpose that it did. Because yeah. it goes it goes from being an internal piece of work to then this music's everyone's, yeah. and now it's your go.
0: Yeah. You know what I mean? So It's one of them as well. What Once it's out, what can you do? Yeah, like, nothing you can you, do. You could take Someone can't tell
1: me to change the volume of something. I'll say, I think your snare was a bit loud. It's like, oh, tough. Yeah. Like, or you should have told me that when I sent it you.
0: What you were saying about it being a public, I agree with that to some extent, because you put an album out, if I download it. Three weeks later, you think, fuck that, delete it. Yeah. I've got it. Exactly. So it's technically mine now. Yeah, yeah, it's everyone's. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I have it. You might not have it. You might think it's gone. But there's someone somewhere bumping it on a, a dodgy media player rather than a streamer or playing it through the file on the phone or yeah. laptop. Do you know what I'm saying? It what? becomes a
1: piece, it becomes a statement yeah. for everyone and how they interpret it. And I think this is why I get very offended when I don't get the support that I feel I'm deserved. And this is a very, like, I'm not very arrogant usually, but I feel like at the where I am at the moment musically, like I feel like I am putting out very, very high quality stuff. Yeah. So on Cami Rhythm, I spoke about how I didn't feel like I was getting respect from the Manchester scene.
0: Yeah, it caused a bit of a...
1: It caused a bit of controversy, yeah. And if I can say it this way, I don't think that it's a problem where anyone could have done anything different. It's just the way I perceived it in that time. Yeah. When I lived in London, maybe it's because I was like fresh meat in it and like people wanted to link up with me because I was doing something and it's like I'm a, I'm a new style, I'm a, new, diff- I'm a different voice in it. Yeah. Like, you know, new I'm not flavor, coming from... Innit? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm not coming from the estates. I'm not coming from, you know deja and fucking rinse and all that like i'm a kid who's moved down from did from didsbury to my- to london i'm making music and i produce my own stuff but maybe you don't know what you've got until it's gone like i didn't feel like when i was living in london the money lot had my back and i didn't feel like i was getting the support that i used to get do when you I was- think
0: though bro like as an outsider do you think when you was in london you were supporting the money Man. Oh, I think, well... Do you think... I'm, I'm just I playing devil's advocate yeah, here, innit? You, you know what? Me.
1: It's tricky, innit? Because I didn't feel like anyone was screaming anyone's name, really. Like, in Manchester. I don't think... I think Shifty's crash changed a lot of shit. Yeah. A lot of stuff. And, like, Mayhem were tight, in it, And there was little moments as well where there was, like, Team money, and there was, like, you know, Hit Em Up and... Whatever, whatever was going on in the scene sort of dissipated quite quickly when Shifty's Crash happened yeah. and a lot of people still to this day when I speak to them about Manchester music and stuff they say the scene hasn't been the same since Shifty's Crash and it's coming back now but there was a point where I was living in London and doing F64s and all that. Listen, back, I was seeing M20, I was seeing Didsbury, I was seeing Manchester, and I was living in a one-bed studio in Tower Hamlets. So, you know what I mean? I'm still talking <laughs> about Manchester. So I'm in my head, I'm thinking to myself, like, what more do I need to do? Do I need to do features with Manchester people yeah. all the time? Because... No one's shouting me for features, do So you know what it is, and that but did Bugsy it... get this same problem? Like Bugsy didn't really bring anyone through, in it. Like Bugsy would just living his life, but he didn't need to bring anyone through because nobody brought him through. Yeah. So I don't know. It's, it's That's what I mean. Me.
0: I think, me personally, I think it takes one person who pops to then snap the stigma yeah. of what happens when someone pops, like you just said with Bugsy. Yeah. He didn't have the bringing, he made his own bringing yeah. And he did it fucking fantastically. Absolutely. I did what he did 2015 with the chip thing was nuts. Like yeah. I always say these waves in the in the city that make people wanna come back. So 100%. like we Again, had it's drafts, man. We like. have we have the phase where it dips off after Shifty's crash. Yeah. and it's dipped. And don't get me wrong, when I'm saying it's dipped, I'm not saying there's no scene. There was no, still, no, yeah. You yeah. was still about... Hypes were still floating Riggs. around the Midlands and Riggs has always been consistent. You know, you've had XP. There is... I'm not saying there wasn't a scene, but there was, it was more just little pockets of people rather than it being a bigger mm. scene. Whereas, like, now, you get someone like Bugsy Pops and people see him down in London on Tottenham High Road, sending for on chip... On grimy Limey, yeah, yeah. With, yeah. with, with fucking big, nasty, there was big, serious London people there, like, and for him to do that as a Manchester guy, he, did, get that. he did that himself, but at the same time, after he did that, we had a second wave, and mm. then we have a wave, and then it, fizzle, it fizzles out, and then H comes, and then you have H, and then H pops, does his thing, yeah. but plus with H as well, with that being said, with H, you had in my eyes, I see it like you had H pots commercially, he yeah. went clear, and then you had under that you had guys like Tunde Meeks, yep. Rubber Hollow, Absolutely. who were doing and trauma, who yep. were doing big, big numbers on channels like P110 like, and, you know, and all JD, that. JDZ. Yeah, yeah, all the all the ones we yeah. all know. They was they was so I would see it as like that's the second wave and now after H's Pop we're on that fizz now where yeah. everyone's yeah. everyone's pinging. every say it's like a beehive, everyone's yeah. active. Everyone wants to do this, that, the third, whatever. And it will fizzle out. It will fizzle out in a year or two. And then someone will pop and it will come again, bro. I'm telling you that's what I agree.
1: And you know what it is? Like going back to Cameo, like I don't hate anyone and I enjoy a a carefree life where I have no enemies and people don't hold grudges against me because like at the end of the day, like I just want to create. I just want to be super creative. I just wanna make music. I just wanna have fun with it and I'm not on all that beef stuff, really. I just felt like I was sharing loads of people's music and I wasn't getting it in return. I've spoken with Hypes about this in length since as well. But, you know, it's one of them things where, like, I'm not going to fucking slag off the scene that made me. I know where I came from. I know who brought me up. And I know who I'm thankful for being around and... I will always pay respect to the people that are coming up. You know what I mean? Like P1 and fucking, and Kaim and fucking, you know, like XP's out there now doing his thing. And like, there's so many people at the moment, rags, fucking hell. You know, we could be here forever talking about people who are worth a quid in Manchester music. And you know, it's, it's one of them, like, I'm not a hater. Like I, I feel like I did come across as a hater, but this is probably the price I pay for having a studio in my flat and thinking something and 20 minutes later being able to say it's done. Yeah. You know what I mean? Maybe I could have had hindsight, and went back to the days where I actually needed to get a fucking bus to a studio <laughs> because I probably would have gone. Yeah, it's probably ain't the right thing to do, but that's life, isn't it? Like yeah. you learn from your mistakes. Like I'm not perfect, and I like though how
0: you and Hype, that happened, and then you and Hype's obviously known each other a very long time. Me and Hype's are very he's similar people. A, he's just like, had a conversation about it. Me and Hype's are very similar do you know what people. I'm saying?
1: We we both like he he's told me about his like his. Neurodiversity, and I've told him about where I'm at with mine. Not going into too much detail because it's no one's business unless they need to know. Yeah, of course. But like, we've spoken about stuff in length, and we're very similar people. We always have been. He's a little older than me, yeah. but he helped me a lot when I was younger. And now, as I've got older, like, I'm nearly, f- I'm like 29 next year. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I'm not young anymore. I can't use the I'm young and naive card anymore. We are now both at the same level, age-wise. So he yeah. went from, like, looking on, looking over me like a young kid, doing his thing, making sure I'm making the right turn. Because, like, Shifty was out of the scene for a while, innit? So I was looking to hypes and rigs for guidance yeah. and stuff. You know what I mean? And, and, like, I was looking at fucking people in London that I was working around as well. So... Yeah, mm. I'm grateful for everyone that's been, that been a part of my journey And I'm not a hater, I don't want anyone Do to fail Do you think fail. it's
0: going to take someone, though, just to be the bigger man? Because in my opinion, I think it just takes someone to be the bigger man To say, you know what, fuck this, fuck that, there's a lot of egos Let's just yeah. work together, like, we don't need see to see Bowser's doing it at the yeah, moment, though Yo, he shout he out Bowser, man, shout I mean. out Bowser, Bowser man, Because legend. He's doing his thing on the spaces, hashtag Manchester music, all oh, that is a real G out here. he's yeah, really sure, pushing man. it um, but yeah, I personally think People like me and Bowser Can be like It's weird one because Bowser is an artist as well And yeah. he's a fucking good one at that So it's a bit he has to, he's at the minute, he's sort of balancing the two, two roles of like being a bit of a promoter and helping everyone, and a bit of like it's a, tricky a, middle, role. a middle man where he's a bit like me. I'm in the middle, I don't yeah. have no loyalties to anyone. In a yeah. not that I'm not loyal to anyone, I'm loyal to everyone. That's yeah, what, absolutely, you yeah. know what I mean. And like,
1: that's a difficult, like, difficult shoes to fill though, also. Yeah. Like, when you've got your own career to be doing, but you've also still got to be wearing that other hat of being like, I'm trying to push Manchester forward, like, Manchester being pushed forward should be a collective effort. It yeah. shouldn't fall on the, fall in the hands of one individual. Yeah. Like I think we need to have a collective consciousness, you know what That's I mean? That's
0: what I'm saying and it's going to take just one person just to say, you just know what, it. let's fuck egos all out, let's fuck it all off. What have you got coming? What have you, and just sit yeah, there in a yeah. circle and then go, right, We could even you could even do a thing. I, I didn't know about this. Someone told me about this recently that on Instagram, artists and influencers will link up Right, so you'll get the guy from Munya because you mentioned yeah, him before, yeah, yeah, yeah. and you'll have Harry Panero, Chunks, Philly, Philly. These are just yeah. the ones that are coming into my head. I'm not yeah, saying these yeah. do this, by the way. This is just an example on what them, what yeah. them um, influencers will do. They'll create a DM, and they'll have a DM, and then person A drops something, and then he puts it in that DM. Every influencer in that DM has got, a, they've got a combined reach of. X million, whatever, they all share it. But then they also,
1: they don't clash with each other's
0: work and stuff. For me, I don't even think that's a major thing. I think it's you share your sometimes... It needs to be shared by everybody. Yeah. No excuses. Like, and then same P1 drops Vandal Grease. Bang! Yeah, everybody pushes it, that. Yeah. Caesar drops equivalent exchange. And I just feel like once we get, until Manchester gets to that, it needs to run like clockwork. Yeah, we will it? never, yeah. we will never be up there with the London in terms of reach and audience 100%. and all that. We probably never will be up there in London just because they are the capital city. And one whatever. thing you but forget
1: with sorry to interrupt. One thing you P1. forget with London as well is. East, North, South and West, they act like four different cities. But then they've also got the collective, we are inside the M25, we are London, we have an 020 number, we have, you know, we're inside the London circle. So they almost have two waves in it so like you see Cadell Cadell will post Rival Cadell will post like Chronic and all these people who are in East but then when Novelist drops a project everyone wants Novelist to go number one when Gig drops a project gigs might have featured yeah. A B and C these people on this project and then A B and C's group of people will then do that and post that everywhere so Manchester at one point, I remember there was a very clear North-South-Manchester divide in it. Like, I grew up in South Manchester, yeah? So I was around, like, with it in Charlton, Old Trafford, Stratford, where most of the MCs of that era where it were but then when i moved to london it was north manchester for a while you had bugsy you had fumes yep, you had Sweene. you know what i mean yj well, yj yeah exactly yeah. so <laughs> this is the thing now like if you look at how london has north east south and west like manchester could definitely have a north and south thing not like we're beefing each other but i'm saying like like because i live in Bury now but like I just don't really feel like I fit in the North or South bracket anyway. Like I just, I don't really feel like I fit in grime so much either because when you hear the album, I'm on 140, but I don't make grime that sounds like other people's grime. Sounds yeah. really arrogant, but just saying it how it is. But, yeah, I do feel like the the scene does need some sort of resurgence. I'm not sure where that's going to come from. Do we need a channel, like, One Way again? That's what do I'm we trying need to do, more freestyles again? Exactly. I'm
0: telling everyone, give me... Caesar. actually said it. He's going to give us a music video. That cause work, for me man. Yeah, for yeah. me, I'm trying to build a channel. The podcast is not going to take the channel to heights of an SBTV or even a One Way no, Back course. in the Day or... um what was the one, the, what was the North channel called? M45. 5. M45, 5, yeah. Yeah. yeah, or them, you know what I'm saying? Like, even at that level, they was doing bits. But they were doing numbers as what, well, But the though? thing is, for yeah. us, we can't just have just the podcast. We need to, I yeah. want to do it all. So someone could come on. For my, for me, from my perspective, someone comes onto Treehouse, they see Blizzard's dropped a new single. We've shared it on Insta. We've said the video's out on our YouTube. They click the link, they go and watch the new Blizzard video. Then it links back to That's the on Treehouse. Video. Then we. On the side there, Blizzard podcast. So I watch mean, that. Yeah. You click that. You watch that. That suggests the arcade podcast. Yeah, keeps you in the in, in yeah, the, yeah ecosystem. Keeps, innit? keeps everything sort of together and like you're not having to push it as much because you're making the algorithm work for Absolutely. you. Absolutely. In a sense. I of, agree. It's like we've um, we've got Jake Polar coming on, who's an artist from yeah, Manchester. Yeah. He's dropped a music video with us previously. He's coming on the podcast and then he's going to have another music video. So his podcast is going to drop then yeah. a music video. So we'll have music video. Our um, podcast, sorry, sandwiched in between yeah. Two music videos on the channel Plus then when we bring back freestyle um, content And that type of thing I want it all to be there So yeah, yeah. music videos, if you're watching this Even if like I've had the artists that we've had on They're not the biggest artists But the Manchester artists And that's the most but important Yeah. that's all that's thing. important yeah. And my idea is to build a platform So you're not having to pay Three, four, five hundred pound For an upload for it to be lost, yeah. For it to yeah, be, yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm not asked. I'll say it with chess, Like these channels, they mug man off. Do you know, I do artwork, and I've had people, yeah, bro. I need it for Friday. Blah about blah, blah, tunes coming out Friday, videos going on link up. Gets to Thursday, oh, you know what, bro? They've pushed it back because yeah, why? Well, yeah, yeah, because because Fredo's dropped or because and th- for me, if it's the be- money. It's a, it's yeah, a monopoly, and know, I don't like. want to run it like a business. My thing is is. It's more grassroots and community. So, yeah, yeah you're, you you're, you're yeah. here. You're, you're not going to make music forever. Well, you probably will, actually. You're <laughs> a good example. But like Caesar said in his episode, he's not going to make music forever. He's going to transition and do engine, whatever he's going to do. But in terms of making music, he's not always going to make music. So my thing is, why he's here, let's build this. Let's build the treehouse together. 100%. And then when you're gone and you're doing your studio and you've got Younger's coming through or you're signing artists If you've got a label or you yeah. you just got a studio And you're just working You might just get a, rent a studio yeah. and just run sessions Like people make businesses from that So you yeah. could be doing that But then you're like, right, well I've got an artist here He's got a tune, he's got a music video He's got an album coming Yeah. What do I do? Oh, this, we built Treehouse 10 years ago It might not even be me doing it then do you yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm not. It's not about me. It's not. It's about the channel and having, like, we had One Way, bro. Yeah. And they progressed into, you know, one tape and they've got. They're a record label. Absolutely. And and the sick, you get me. The, yeah, big up them, man. They're like I'm for me, saying. they're big, big influence. Up Chaz, man. Yeah, they're big. Shaz bit like one. Um, one Way TV, a big inspiration for me, like for what I do. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. it's I've, I'm not. I won't say I've copied the blueprint, but I seen them and was like, yo. Same way you hear someone when you're young and you're like, yeah, 100. It. It's one of them. I want to do that. You pay
1: homage in it, like it's yeah, never a thing of. And I copying. always, I will always
0: yeah. say like, shout out them and shout out Mike Check because we do similar things. But it's not, it's never a me versus you thing. It's a yeah. let's do it together. So they've progressed and done that. So one way as a channel, it's they did a, they released a series a year or two ago. Yeah. That, um, I can't remember what it was called. But Ty Reese's was hard and a few other people had it oh, like it? a freestyle
1: thing. Yeah, yeah they did yeah. like
0: another series. I can't remember what it's called. But like And I seen that And I'm like Yo they're coming back That's sick That's only a good thing For me like
1: Yeah yeah And you're like A Manchester grime sponge anyway You're just taking everything Manchester music Exactly So you always have been like that Yeah so
0: I'm just like Boom man I see that And I'm like right Well why can't I do that because I won't run it like a monopoly because I know my intentions are pure
1: yeah, with it, yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? saying the thing is though, I'm not saying that like GRM's intentions weren't Yeah, always of course pure. Just pro- that's the just, way it's progressed. It's just almost like it gets everything sold to the highest bidder in the end yeah. in it. Like at the end of the day like if Fredo can put more money in than than Blizzard from Manchester, then obviously GRM are going to see that as a yeah. worthwhile expenditure and a worthwhile sort of sort of venture for them. Like it's not a personal thing at the end of the day if you're not doing music at some point to jump out of being broke then you're probably doing it wrong like yeah. you do have to look at it from a business perspective a lot like yeah. because at the end of the day what the the career that we seek to do we have to put more money in first before we even see a penny of it yeah. you know what i mean like if i look back at like all my email receipts for like the equipment and stuff that I bought it took me a year of pushing Logic on Lunch Break to break even on that and I was selling yeah. the project for like £9 like took me a very long time to get to the amount of sales where that equipment was a worthwhile expenditure but if you're looking at it from a bigger perspective I'm seeing people spend £500 and getting music videos done and then they've still got a go to link up and ask them to... Yeah. And then he's still got to promote it. Then this he's is still my, got to do Google adverts. He's still yeah. got to do this, that, and the third. So, like, if you're thinking about that, every song... Some people are spending a grand before their song's even out. Like, e- yeah. like that's, it's mental. And they're the studio time as well. So, yeah. if you're thinking about it, man, like, uh, some people weird. are spending a month's bills, a month's expenditure. Like, I, you know, I can't justify it. Maybe that's why I've not done so well, because I don't feel, like, visually my music can compare because i can't justify that money like if i had a big if i had a big cash injection and i had like a red camera and i had someone that can you know be a whiz on final cut and after effects and do all these daily duppy-esque animations and stuff then yeah i probably could go clear because i know the lyrics are there i know that musically i can stand with anyone because i'm i'm good at what i do like but I just can't justify spending that amount of money. Maybe that's me being tight. I don't know. Maybe it's because I've been broke and I've been fucking 15 grand in debt and living on nine loans and paying back an overdraft with my wage every month. Like, maybe that's it. But, yeah, I don't know, man.
0: This this is why I'm trying... I'm on about building a platform because, yeah, some people... You know the trapper rappers, all this type of stuff. They can afford to do that exactly, and throw money bro. at it. But yeah. the young lad who's trying to get out of the ends, or he's going youth club to record yeah. because he don't want to be on the roads or whatever. Do you know what I mean? You get people. Give them like a chance. Innit? Why? Yeah. Why can't they? have a music video done or even if they pay for the music video why have they then got to pay X amount for free post and everything? And I'm not slating GRM or anything like that I just yeah, me yeah. personally now I'm involved in this type of scene you see how that, it can be done yeah, without I see, I see, being a bill yeah I think yeah. and you know they're doing it as a business and they're running a business you know they drop the I and the E yeah one of them yeah like whatever yeah i'm not saying it sounds like i'm digging out no, i am, you're not, a, I know, I am yeah. a little bit because i do think that it's a bit out of order when because the man's not from london he's things getting pushed back Personally, yeah that's the way i see it i'm but, also
1: surprised i never got a daily duppy when i did every other channel gave me something but daily duppy never gave me one but that's another story
0: yeah they dropped the irony yeah I yeah
1: every, every, i feel like i completed the pokedex of all the vids and stuff that i wanted to do like i did f64 I did fire in the booth did crib sessions I did, you know, all the other stuff. Yeah. But I, I didn't get Dilly
0: Duffy. <laughs> Why did you do that when the crib session Why'd you out? think?
1: Why do you think? Don't try and soundbite like me, Walsh. You know what you're doing.
0: I'm only kidding, but <laughs> But yeah, I just think we've we've like tailed off a little bit here, but I just think that we can build a platform. We've got the 100%. talent. I'm trying to do the channel thing so I expect a music video. I yeah, appreciate it. And yeah, yeah, come on man. Yeah, you know I I mean, man. obviously free uploads will push it. It's not going to do the views that you're going to get on GRM, but I need people to see past that. It's not about, it's not about your views. It's about building something for everyone. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? And a lot of the people who do music now, you know full well you not you you will stop doing music one day, but you'll still be involved. Yeah. You'll, be, you'll be an A&R, you'll be a manager, you'll be an engineer, you'll have a studio, be a, mentor, yeah. a mentor, you could do youth work and come across a kid who's got size. you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. So you, it's needed, it, we don't have it anymore.
1: The music's bigger than us at Yeah, the end of the day. That's what I'm saying. People about. sometimes forget that. I think I forgot it for a while because when I was making music it was for me and it was for my own sort of gratification but it's way bigger than me because at the end of the day like this could actually help people yeah. and you know like this, you're talking can... about
0: the mental health thing before I hope yeah. I hope that people watching it, if anyone is struggling I hope what Blizzard and myself have said does help people or yeah. can, can, you know, they might be a load of shit that we spoke Because we've been rambling for ages yeah, But there yeah. might be one or two little gems That hopefully help someone man So well, Aaron's got the clip He's the clip power in it yeah, So yeah. you know yeah. He'll find a way Yeah he'll definitely will So um, Just to sort of like Touch up on the end Before we go into like The fan questions Yeah so, yeah yeah Because um, we'll do them at the end um, The tape The tape the new album. Yeah. I say tape. I need to stop doing that because I keep it's just so I don't know what it is. The I normally say project. I like it. Yeah, saying, the project I prefer project. I said this in the many episode. I like I prefer I, saying project. I like project.
1: the term project because it sounds like it's like it's more than just one
0: piece of work. It makes it's me think you've worked up. on it as well. Yeah, like you work on a project, a school project. Or, somebody, you know yeah. Saying?
1: I heard somebody the other day call the project the call their album like a collage and I quite liked that. A collage, as a that's term. Pretty sick, yeah. yeah. If you think about it, like it's loads of different ideas splattered yeah. on paper and stylistically it might look like a bit of a nightmare to some people because there's like red paint there blue paint there and a, you know like at the end of the day like this music is like supposed to be your mind map of where yeah. you were at at a specific given time so yeah collage is nice project is nice at the end of the day like let's not gatekeep it yeah. it's whatever you want it to be if you think it sounds like a mixtape then it's a mixtape to you that's cool yeah. for me it's just where I was at. To me, yeah. like, I called Logic on Lunch Break a collection of short stories. I didn't call it an album. I said, this is a collection of short stories. And because I was trying to get in the, the vibe of like, there is a beginning, a middle and an end. Like, yeah. all perfect stories should have. Um And this album to me is just, is just a piece of time for me. Like, that's yeah. how I see it. It's like, one moment. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm, I don't know how I'm going to stylistically put it together, but for me, it's a piece of time. Like, and yeah, that's where I'm at with it.
0: Yeah. So when... Can we expect the new tape? And have you got anything? And end obviously year, you've dropped. Bro. You've dropped sometimes. You say an end of the end year. of the year, man. Yeah, so yeah. What, what, you know, no, no, that's long, bro.
1: Yes, but you can't rush these things. Yeah, but I've she? got half
0: the thing on my phone. Yes, I
1: know, but it's not done yet. <laughs> this guys, impatient uh, man. Yeah, I can't help I'm it. I'm gonna later, right? I'm gonna look for your WhatsApp. I'm just gonna delete all the messages. On your behalf.
0: No, nah, I've got them. So you're in oh. I've got the hard drive somewhere. It's about I'm not even telling you where it Damn is, but it. I've got them, bro. You yeah. can't do that to me. Moving like delete. Martin Shkreli, bro. You, you, what did you say before? You said you put it in the public domain. I told you I got that. You can delete, you can delete <laughs> yeah, what you yeah. want. I've look,
1: got it. I look forward to you <laughs> leaking all my tunes. Yeah, and you know, you know, finished? one day,
0: you know, when I'm done with Treehouse, yeah, and I get to a certain age, and I pass it. Hopefully, I'm going to pass the reins on to someone else who's going to carry on. Doing it when I finish, but when I finish, I'm putting a zip file together with oh, all the music. So you're fucked. Britters and Keynes <laughs> fucked. Um, who else? Uh, yeah. OT Babyface fucked. I've got half of his music. Picasso's another one. i got loads uh, of it. So I'm just name dropping now, but I don't like, really like to do that. But yeah, I'm going to do. It. Like, like the M, um, you, know, you know, the M. Um, do you remember Wiley tweeted a while ago? What's your favourite Wiley And people were saying The Zip Files uh, Wiley boy, And I said Yo Zip Files all 1 that. to 20 Zip Files all yeah. 1 to two. Around that time I think oh, it was like two 1 to 20 Yeah like to God tier, man Yeah Oh nuts But anyway Before we go deep Into the grime And all that Yeah thing, yeah So yeah Have you got any Other singles lined up then Or are you just going to Slew whoever um, takes Boris's place <laughs> <laughs> Something like that Nah um, Obviously yeah Project's come in. I do
1: want to release A couple singles Um the, there's a track that I'm. That my next single is crazy. All yeah. the, by the way, all albums produced by me, mixed by me, mastered yeah, that by got, me. Yeah, I didn't
0: ask that to be fair, but I should have. Yeah, that I can't assume seeing, people but, know. Like,
1: because yeah. I, I did Logic myself and I did Fresh Start myself and all the singles you've heard, Bar Cami is me. Yeah. And I like it that way. It's it obviously play play. Um so yeah, I've got a few ideas. Um I'm gonna be releasing some stuff under Brad Green, just like ambient and like instrumental yeah, stuff. Actually. So I had Colour Run, which was my old alias. Yeah. And then Colour Run didn't really fit right with me. So I'm gonna release some stuff under Brad Green which is gonna be a lot more like weird alternative stuff.
0: Yeah. So that's gonna be fun. Also as well, um this is for the for the Blizzard fans who like Stranger Things. What do you mean cooking up you? Because uh, I heard the madness on your story. Dude. That's the outro. Isn't I, think, it? I think you even, did you even, you might even have sent me a clip of it. Yeah. But I've seen it on Stark your story. First. Mall, innit? Yeah. What, it's a in it. Yeah. So tell them what it is. Tell so
1: it. I love like, um, like I love '80s music anyway. I grew up on '80s music, and obviously, Drive has an amazing soundtrack. And yeah, is that um, the
0: one where it's barely any talking. Yeah, it's, it's Ryan Gosling. That's uh, it, Yeah, his name. Yeah, sick film. And Carey
1: Mulligan, it's great. And um, that sort of like brought synthwave into the forefront of people's yeah. consciousness. And then I listen to like um, there's a guy called Comtruse and there's um, some people out there like uh, Boards of Canada, like. Um, there's loads of weird artists out there that have brought Synthwave back. Like Cass is Dead is doing it at the moment yeah. with his Synthwave stuff like Pat Earrings and the track with LaRue. And then obviously Stranger Things has come about and that's like bringing back the 80s synth. Yeah, got so, Kate Bush in the charts. Yeah, she Kate never, Bush she, Has she
0: never been in the charts
1: before? What, no, she never had a number one.
0: So, it was summer.
1: so she had a number one with Wuthering Heights in the 70s, which oh, was right, massive. Okay. But then I think running up that hill when it came out in whatever year I think it was like 72 73 yeah. please don't quote me on that it was yeah. very long ago it's like more than 30 years ago when it came yeah. out it didn't get to number one in the uk right and then yeah. strange yeah. things comes out and there's the big scene with sadie Sink. and um no spoilers um but yeah that song went to number one which just goes to show Netflix yeah. is the one to get I placements I for
0: A knew there was something you know where speaking of that jk had um two fake on power did you see that yeah that that is is mad. Nuts that's not that's mad that i
1: is haven't is seen crazy. power but like that kind of placement is the one yeah. you want in it yeah like Fucking Knife Party, you know, um, Pendulum, do you remember Pendulum, I think like so, yeah. the, the drum and bass band in it. Basically, yeah. Rob Swire, the lead singer of Knife Party, had one of his tracks in Breaking Bad, the episode where Walt buys the cars for Walt and Walt Jr. in it, and it's oh, like, yeah, 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 sick. Like they're the kind of placements you want, man. Yeah. Like that's where I want to go with my music. Like I know I'm not gonna MC forever. I know I'm not gonna be a spitter forever. And what I want to do is I want to go into scoring. I want to go into... I think people will understand What's why that is. scoring for anyone who doesn't know? What's scoring? Yeah. Putting the music together for TV shows, right. film, Cause
0: cinema. Because it semi went over games. my head what I played it cool.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, like, when you watch, like, well, I think if you want to look at a really, really good score, and we're talking about... Music and like artists, yeah. You wanna you wanna go to Hans Zimmer in it. You wanna go and look at the music he did for *Blind King*, *Pirates of the Caribbean*, yeah, I Interstellar.
0: I, I don't even know about that type of yeah, thing, yeah. You've I know heard that them all name. before, yeah, like yeah, yeah. like
1: Hans Zimmer is probably one of the best composers of all time, and he did like *Inception*. So you might have heard the song *Time*. It's used in every advert ever, and. I wanna do that kind of stuff. So I have music on my new project that's really orchestral themed. Under under
0: Brad Green, this one. No, this is Blizzard. Oh, this is oh, Blizzard right, album. Sorry, yeah. So
1: Demons of Invent Three is like my original idea before Demons of Invent Three became a thing, before its inception, excuse the pun. Um, I had an idea of making an album that was just completely influenced by film scores and cinema oh, and or ambience. But then I realized that doing that too soon will alienate people that like grime music and hip hop that have been with me from the beginning. Yeah. So, Demons of Invent 3 is sort of 50% grime and hip hop, the way that people know me, which you've yeah. heard in like um, sometimes an Elon. Yeah. But then the music you haven't heard yet is really orchestral driven, really different, and really melodic. Yeah. And then my next project after that is probably going to be, like, Lil' Sims level, like, orchestral, really big and cinematic and loud and and powerful. Or even, like, if you listen to Stormzy's records or Dave's records, even, and Kano, like, if you've heard, um, probably the best example for this, actually, is um, Hoodies All Summer and Made in the Manor, the Kano yeah. albums. They're really cinematic and really big and bold, and I want my music to be that, because... Yeah. I feel like I can only do so much with, with pro- like programmed drums and synthesizers like I want to work with strings and I want to work with brass and I want to be able to conduct and you know really get extremely encapsulated by yeah. working in big live rooms because that's where I see myself in the future so
0: yeah yeah, yeah if I had to put something on it after you put down the mic, so to speak, I would say that you would do something either production-based or yeah. and you've just said it. so. That's yeah. what I probably would end up doing, yeah, yeah, definitely. Right, so just before we switch up, bro, I'm just going to open this. You're probably going to see the questions when I open it, but it is what it is. So the first one is from... Half decent music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah do you know I him?
1: know. Him. I've done work with him before. Right, or, yeah Okay. So, <clears> and the he, reason. To, oh yeah. Go on.
0: Yeah. Go on. So he said, obviously, those the question will be overlaid on the screen now, but it says, "What is what is your favorite collab you've ever done?" And the reason he's asking that is because I've collabed with him twice, <laughs> and he's being a dick. Is he fishing Yeah. Is he he's fishing? fishing? Is he fishing Right. Okay. I thought I was um, a, better, a genuine one.
1: My <laughs> favorite one is British and Kane when I did O16. Shout Love out with him. and that
0: is a tune yeah, as well. Yeah.
1: Just the way it just so organically came. To to, came to light like i felt like at that time i needed someone who could give me a different perspective because me and prison kane even though we're really cool now we lived about 10 years of our lives where we really didn't cross paths this is what people like you think from the music that we're dead close in it like yeah we, and we are cool now but we weren't ever really close like i knew him through like twitter as bigfoot and stuff like that but i knew that he would have a much different experience to what manchester was growing up to what i had because i was around grime mcs and i was in wiz and powerhouse and fielding and that and going to zion whereas he was in berry and he was around different rappers and stuff like that more rapping people so when you listen to it and he talks about like he still mentions, like, you know, the Shifties and the Wrigleys and Meanies and stuff like that. Yeah. You just hear a completely different, more fresh perspective. And I'm talking about, like, I grew up in Didsbury. People used to diss me. Uh, I'm talking about, you know, my life. And he shows his life. But it just it's the perfect, like, yeah. night and day. I think it's such a nice tune as well. And it introduces me well as where I came
0: from. You know what I mean? Yeah. I really, really fuck with that track, Luster way It's like... And you hot a couple of man up, like you even hot up Britters and Kane, like I remember
1: Oh when Big game again was, okay, was big When
0: Britters and Kane was big foot and we had um he's Britters and Kane says um Chris Evans was young star. I think Robert
1: that, Hollow was by C O T was him in two fours yeah,
0: sat yeah, you get me, we're gonna set us off. Cold, here, yeah, cold. big tune. So that's your favourite collab ever. Yeah, yeah, I'd yeah, say so, definitely. Big um this next one is from Anthony Maxelli. Yeah Mac, Is that right Do you know this? I don't know who he oh, is. you don't know yeah. him Right yeah Anthony Max Maxselli We'll put it up at the bottom If I said your name wrong bro Sorry um, His question is What is your relationship like With Shifty in 2022 Yeah good We're
1: well, blessed We've always yeah. been Like the thing is Like people might hear that to Shifty and I was going to say gonna I think like
0: I think yeah. People probably get Wires crossed with that yeah. Because that was yeah. Something that you put out to the public domain. yeah you're and as soon me, as so. as
1: soon as that came out people had their their perception of what was going on yeah me me and shifty yeah when when you're so close with people like i never had a brother growing up in it i only ever had a sister but like from people i know that have older brothers there's always a bit of a beef with each other anyway yeah. and you're always like, i'll knock you out i'll shut up you dickhead that kind of stuff me and shifty were always going toe to toe and also I was always trying to be a better MC than him. And I was always trying to, yeah, good luck. (laughs) Good fucking luck. But I was always as well trying to get out of his light because I was always Shifty's cousin. I was always the little kid the hunger around with Mayhem
0: and Shifty brought me
1: through, Shifty wrote A bit like we said
0: with the Mark Griss thing. Like Sometimes it's a bit hard to get away from a viral moment or or a name or, you know what I'm saying? My whole
1: life I've tried tried to get out of a pigeonhole, whether it be shifty or whether it be don't flop so yeah. when i was around shifty it was he's your cousin he writes you writes your bars you which weren't he did he didn't yeah yeah <laughs> um but like yeah we've never had a problem that lasted longer than a couple of days, ever. and that's just like, brothers. and that's just what brothers do, yeah. in it. Because yeah. I said this in, I've said this in previous podcasts and stuff. Like Shifty's my brother; he's not my cousin. Technically, we're cousins, but realistically, we're brothers, in it. Yeah. And we'll always have those little beasts with each other, and we'll always wind each other yeah. up. We'll always moan, and we'll always have each other's back, though, because that's what families do. And yeah. Yeah. We're we're blessed than ever. I feel like now I'm in a better place mentally as well. That's helped me open up myself. Pause to the way you know I interact with people anyway. Like
0: yeah, so whether it be
1: family or not family. Yeah, so that's
0: obviously helped the relationship anyway, which was already yeah. great anyway. Like I knew this anyway, but yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, yeah. It's good to put it on. I was gonna say paper. Yeah, put, put it, up, it out there. Put it out there on screen. Yeah, um, and this one is actually my favourite question that we've had through all three. Of the Caesar hypes and Blizzard episode, yeah. um, this is Max Gavin. Gavin Max Gavin's yeah. music. Sorry. So he
1: used to be called Seuss. He was the first person I ever battled on. Don't flop. He was my debut. Right. Okay. We've stayed cool since.
0: Um, and yeah. his question is, as you can see on the bottom, it just says, as a guy who can do so much, and then he's putting brackets: rap, sing, play piano, produce, etc. What does he generally enjoy the most? So out of them things, and plus there's probably a couple of things there like writing, whatever, Yeah. that type of thing. Um, Being a legend. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what else does the the Brad Green stuff do? Yeah. yeah. So the what what for you? And I suppose, I, I, I think personally, the answer will probably be whatever mood you're in.
1: Yeah, it's a tricky one. And a good question, by the way.
0: Yeah, it's a mint question. So what, what do you generally enjoy the most? Shout I out, love, Max Cummins.
1: Thanks, thanks, Max. Um, <laughs> love producing because with me, I produce first, then I write, then I record. So me producing always has a bit of a, a close place in my heart because this is the way that I create the flame to make a song that's
0: the role in the light of the flint yeah yeah, exactly yeah.
1: yeah the spark and um sometimes inspiration can come from really abstract and strange places but i always start the same way i always start with like i'll load up logic get a little piano going and then play loads of different layers and then I'll change the instruments out. So I'll start from piano and then I might be like, all right, I'm going to try that as a pad instead or try that as a a guitar and then I'll put drums in. So I'd probably say with that in mind, playing piano is where everything starts for me because when I made It's Okay to Talk, for example, just to, you know, put a track out there, I remember having these really nice chords and then I just started like, sort of like scatting over the top of it, like making melodies up. And then... I just had the idea there it's like has to be mental health has to be about mental health so then i started recording it and then did it you know did everything that way so playing piano and producing to me are the most important parts if i couldn't play piano i feel like i probably could still produce but everything would just take so much longer if he was to see me in studio everything's very groove based for me like i just lick and just play different ideas and just like play with different keys trans you know just do whatever whatever i think is right and then if there's a note that's wrong it's like Just like a mad there. scientist bro it is but that's what it is though <laughs> yeah. that's what it is it's like i can't remember i think it was quest love in an interview a couple of years ago he was on rebel music academy talking about dilla talking about the way he samples on the mpc and he was saying what dilla was doing rest in peace one of my biggest influences what dilla was doing was he was solving a 1000 piece puzzle in record time so for me what my head is doing is i have a chord and I need to go to this chord, but doing it in this way is the obvious route. So what I need to do is I need to find a route that is not as direct, yeah. but it's sort of like hinting at the idea. So it's like not pushing you straight into sort F Sort of like going C.
0: round yeah. and then finally getting there.
1: Yeah, so like I could do the typical two, five, one. I could do from C to A to whatever, but for me, it's all about finding routes that don't feel as obvious. So. Yeah. And the funny thing is, though, like, I've listened back to loads of my project, and accidentally, a lot of it's in the same key. A lot of it is in the same melodic structure. It's all...
0: subconscious thing. Yeah,
1: but funnily enough, when I first listened back to everything, I was like, I think everything was in D-flat or C-sharp, depending on what mood you're in. But everything was in C-sharp. And then I think the reason for that is because I like... Those notes, like the way, like if you look at any scale, you've got seven notes in each scale in it. This is yeah. going very music theory, I apologize. But for you some see reason, my face
0: go blank, just, just listen to <laughs> it.
1: Yeah, it's just like blurring yeah. out, really <laughs> just like zones. But yeah, see, like this, this this key for me, just for some reason, it's got the perfect amount of sadness and the perfect amount of happiness, depending on if you play major or minor. When I listen to the album, what I've got so far, I've got to like 16, 17 tunes, at least. 60 70 percent of those tracks were in the same key but then as a result of that i think the album feels a lot more coherent it feels like the album was made at the exact same time as an album as an album yeah so i feel this is why the album needed to be a concept album because all the melodic sort of structure is there and it's all sort of relatively in the same ballpark so i think yeah i think it's one of them things where at the moment i feel like i'm just waffling on but in a year's time if you listen to the album and then come back to this podcast yeah. i'm hoping that It'll make all sense. this stuff will make
0: sense yeah yeah so yeah max gavins he prefers producing with, yeah with, with with everything else but <laughs> i love everything <laughs> that's what i'm is, saying with everything he started else, off by saying producing and you basically touched on everything yeah you, said
1: then. <laughs> you like, just I love think, it in it, bro i just love i love yeah. what i do in it and it's one of the few things I feel I'm actually good at. And yeah, you are. I know I've got bad self-esteem and stuff and I can get really depressed and, like, I have anxiety. But one thing I can do is put a tune together. Yeah. And it's it's my therapy. I say. Do you listen to your
0: own music? Yeah, I do. Because yeah, with you yeah. just saying them of anxiety and that, I have anxiety a little bit. Like, it comes and goes, like, waves, like we said... And I, every Wednesday at 10 to 7, I am shitting myself. I feel Because it. I hate, yeah. the, I like, I don't hate the podcast. I love the podcast. It's my baby. I, it's my brainchild yeah. type thing. But I used I, to hate it, though. I don't watch him, bro. I, I think that, I cool. you know what? I don't watch my own podcast. It's, it's I tricky. I hate I, my voice.
1: I don't watch my battles very much either. Right. But the thing is, with my music, because it feels very personal to me, Yeah. Even though, yeah, I was talking before about how, like, the music isn't as much mine as in the public domain now, I still can draw back to those moments in the same way that, like, reading a diary is quite a nice thing to do. It's keep, like, keep with, a diary. Yeah. Or even, not everyone keeps diaries. If you ever just, like, gone through your notes on your phone when you've just been, like, writing all stuff pictures down, or all your pictures? Yeah. So that's what music does for me. So I will sometimes go and do the, the weekly shop in M&S and I'll just think...
0: Yeah, I was just
1: at M&S. Not all the time. It's my, an, it's my, it's my closest shop from there. Oh, them one. So he's bougie yeah.
0: me, he goes M&S. Yeah. I'm an Aldi kid, me.
1: See, I like Aldi, but life. my <laughs> My one, yeah. So where I live in Berry, yeah. I live in Townsend. See how
0: he's justifying it as playing, well, you know. Right, got him go. with the m I'm not like
1: Waitrose living, am I? Like, come on. I'm not shopping on a card. more time I do an to shop and it gets delivered to my door because I'm a lazy cunt. So excuse yeah. my language. But like, yeah, MS is like literally three doors down and I'm lazy and I'm big. So it's the less bougie, exercise man. I can nah, do. Bougie, short, man. Short, man. <laughs> nah, I can't
0: lie. When I got my, moved into my new house in um, November. Yeah. Was it October, start of October We uh, signed up for broadband and that And we got a a hundred pound MS voucher. Yeah. So I went that. in there, bro. I was like, yo. The best meal of your life. Yeah. Came from that hundred pound voucher. Yeah, I'm telling you now, bro. A put few meals out of that. it was sick, bro. Yeah. I'm not bougie like Blizz anyway, but sure, man. <laughs> I'm only joking. Bro, my bank account's hungry at the yeah, moment. Go, man. go, go and support his bank account, man, because yeah. he needs he needs some bits from M&S.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I need to pay for my wedding. Yeah, that's maybe the I should start going in Aldi, man, because yeah. wedding yo, needs paying pay for Aldi's alright, you know. It's not Aldi's right, banging, you know,
0: we're yeah. definitely old. I never thought i being be interviewing blizzard talking about what supermarket we go to. Terrible, but um, yeah, that's it. From us, shout out Max Gavins, man, because that was a good question. That I yeah. like that. I nice might even, I might even use that going forward as a, and just work just for, it for everyone. In. Yeah. I'll, it's I'll, in the public domain yeah, now. Yeah, it's not his question say, anymore. Yeah, I was gonna say it's not your question anymore. Max. <laughs> Sorry, me. <mate. Yeah. laughs> um, but yeah, thanks for everyone who's tuned in. Um, I just want to give a quick shout out to Buzzing Sounds because I forgot you... in the last episode. These are these are our podcast. Um, what is it podcast partners? Is the phrase we use in it? Podcast partners, so Digging they in a hole there. Right? I am, it? I'm just yeah, I'm in but yeah, they produce, engineer, all that. So if if it weren't for these man, the podcast would still be shit like it was in season one. So when I was doing it, so shout out to them. Shout out to Brew Tang for housing us. Yep. as I've said every episode.
1: Big up Brew Tang. Yeah,
0: shout out Brew Tang, um, and also shout out to Frequency. This is their new basketball jersey. I think this will be out now, is not it? Yeah, so when you're watching this, this will be out. I'll put the link below. There's a black one as well. The black one's hard, but it was a bit tight on my belly, so I had to wear the white when he brought a large and an XL in it. So, them yeah, one, you know, them it, ones. You know, it, bro. I've got a dad bod on that now, but, yeah, shout-out to Frequency. Me. they also got the little tang logo on there. That's fire. It yeah, is absolutely fire, you know. I just, maybe not number zero, I would have 11. That's my only preference, but, I you shout-out yeah. Frequency. And big love to Blizz. Appreciate you, man. Through. Thanks, Andrew. It's and been it's long been overdue, and I've really enjoyed it. So, yeah, all the links for everything below. Like, share, comment, subscribe. Tell your granddad's best mate we're active, and we'll see you next week. See you later. Peace. Boom.